0: Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast for episode number 234 for patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is Schoolcraft. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of
1: HearthCast.
0: This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock.
2: And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 234 of HeartCast, we have an add-on that possibly starts more arguments than it ends, and Demonic Rick is going to stop by with his insights about school crafting. So, hey, Ruth. Hey
0: there, Freckle Face.
2: How's your week in Blizzard been? It
0: has been a pretty cool week, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I
2: got a lot of, you know, just normal stuff done.
0: The stuff that I needed to get done and wanted to get done, I got done.
2: Your routine?
0: My routine. Uh huh. Gotta love the routine. Yeah. Uh, as you know, part of my biggest routine, or part of or a big part of my routine, I should say, is uh, going around in gold farming. And I got a lot of that done, and I like that. And good. uh Kind of changed up. I used to put a lot of gold on, like or ore, or, I should say. I said gold farming, but it's ore farming. Uh, I used to put a lot of that on the auction house when I had it, and I wouldn't keep a uh, anything back. And then I would be like in the middle of the day looking at the auction house, and there's no ore on the auction house, and I'm like, man, it's a great time to post some more,
2: right?
0: And I would tell you, I would you tweet would. to you. I'd be you like, would. or not tweet, I would DM you and say, hey, if you have any ore, which you probably didn't, and <laughs> you know, I was a good time to post it. And uh, so I kind of made made a conscious effort to hold some back. Okay. So I was able to post them at like exorbitant rates.
2: Very cool. So that was kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got you know what I did? Celestials this week, and it was really funny because I did it on a PvP server. And normally, when I jump on a PvP server, and or I realize I'm on a PvP server for the I, I leave the group because I don't want none of that. Because have you ever tried to do Celestials with PvP?
2: Uh, I've noticed a huge difference.
0: Well, the huge difference that I notice is you're pretty much, you you make sure you at least tag the Celestial, right, and then you run around killing the opposite faction, <laughs> who are down there trying to do the same thing.
2: I haven't noticed it be to that extent. It was- I mean, I'll, I have an issue where I get into a group, and afterwards I'm flagged, I'm not happy about it.
0: No, that's not yeah. good. Uh, the guards killed me, one point in time. Did they? Yeah. Right before this, the, the poll. yeah because it's i a bad was flagged what well, it's cuz i got on the server right and i'm like mm-hmm. oh this is this is a pvp server and then i kind of went around the corner and they were they were killing a a, a rare an elite right i'm like well i want that elite so i killed it well you know when i did my aoe wasn't thinking now i'm flagged uh-huh. and i tried to you know run on by the guards who were you know i noticed that their nameplates were red <laughs> i'm like well their nameplates are oh it's cuz i'm fl- oh look they're killing me so here's the thing it took them a long time to kill me
2: did it? Yeah, they're like smacking right. on
0: I me. Mean, I'm like, come on, just get it. Because I didn't know if like if I killed them, does that make it worse?
2: Okay, I it didn't doesn't. know.
0: I didn't know. Oh, so I was like, I could just kill them and be on my way. Sure. <laughs> or <laughs> because there's like these two fat pandas are taking a sweet time. Just <laughs> punching my face in, and come on, guys, hurry up.
2: They're stretching out. Yeah. Making you suffer. Yeah. Taking like over with
0: exactly. Yeah. It's like okay, you guys could be like mob, you know, enforcers. Teaching me a lesson instead of just outright killing me.
2: <laughs> Don't you feel kind of indignant when you get attacked by the guards, especially when it's an accident?
0: Right. What I do to them?
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know.
0: And aren't they supposed to be this this peace-loving pacifist <laughs> group that are here punching my poor little goblin face in?
2: You know, back in the day, it was always the worst when you're on a hunter and you'd accidentally leave your pet on aggressive. <laughs> which isn't a setting anymore. So you go into this neutral zone and the first, uh, you know opposite faction at saw and like go for the throat and the next yeah. and the goblins are all like you know throwing the net <laughs> on you and you're stuck and you're like Ugh. yeah
0: no I, I would say the worst is when you were in uh tanaris and a rogue would come up and like sap you right which didn't do anything to the guards and just get you mad and you finally <laughs> ch- you know you just dot the rogue and then all the guards attack you right and, and, exactly
2: and that was, you didn't see them yeah Having me, no, all, started you, it.
0: Yeah, it, there you go. He started it it's, exactly. It, that it was. It's the mom, dad. He started it. Yeah, <laughs> but you're in trouble for it. You know, but the one who hit the hardest is the yeah. one who's going to get in trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: I know that dynamic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that was my that was my celestial kill. You know, all I right. like I like dotted him up, and then I dodged the 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 jade wall of of nothingness. It doesn't do anything to me, but I dodged it anyhow. Okay. And then I I got like I don't know six seven. Uh, kills on on the Alliance, Mm -hmm. so that was kind of cool. I got an achievement, which was kind of funny. I got the uh, Timeless Legends achievement, which which everybody probably already has, but I didn't know it was a thing.
2: Is that the one where you have to kill all the elites?
0: No, that's the one where you got to collect all the rare artifacts that are... That sparkle on the oh. ground. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went over by this, this, uh, this some tiger was over there, spawn rare tiger. I'm like, hey, this tiger's up. And I went over there to kind of position myself in front of him. And I'm standing on like a log, I think. I'm like, why that log sparkling? So I looked down. I'm like, what's that? Oh, I can click it. What's that do? Oh, that gives me an achievement. <laughs> okay. And it was kind of cool because it gave me like this really cool helmet. And I could do some spell. Like yeah. call down electricity from the skies. Ooh. Yeah, I'm like, let's go get this
1: rare.
2: Right, right, right.
0: So that was, that was fun. And <laughs> so in Ordos, my Ordos kill is also kind of funny because we get there, and uh, everybody's getting summoned in like normal. It's all cool. And there's a guy who goes, yeah, I'm tired of waiting. And so he deliberately starts pulling some of the Molten Lords or whoever they are up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fool, what are you doing? <laughs> So now we're killing those guys down, which, was okay, admittedly it was something to do besides wait, so that was nice. And one of them dropped this item, and it's a resurrection something. allows you to resurrect. I should—I didn't write down the name, but it's some kind of core that actually allows you, like ca- cauterizing core is what okay. it is, and it allows you to resurrect. And it, it's just like the, a warlock soul stone. It works exactly like a warlock soul stone, and it doesn't count as your soul stone as a warlock, so anybody can use it. I was like, look at that. That's neat. Oh, I can roll need on it. Okay. So-
2: I had that item, and I've never actually used it. Like I've, I've cast it, and I've never died while I- <laughs> it was cast on me.
0: <laughs> well, I rolled need, right? Okay. And someone's like, why are you rolling need? Because bef- I can. Well, I was going to answer that. Uh uh-huh. And before I could answer it, like 10 people in the raid are like, because it's part of this achievement. Right. You're going to need a bigger bag or something. I forget what the yeah, achievement yeah. is. And I was just like. Yeah, what they said. I didn't even realize it's part of achievement. <laughs> I was gonna say because I can, because, <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, because it's part of that achievement, exactly. son. You've been schooled. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I didn't win. No, you
2: know, no, no. A lot of people rolling on it.
0: Well, it was interesting because it was like a couple of people had passed. I rolled need. Someone said, "Why'd you roll need?" Like a couple other people were like, "Because it's part of the achievement." And then the rest of the raid group's like, "Need." You know, everybody, <laughs> wrote, I'm like, oh, nobody knew. It was, everyone's like, oh, what's that junk? All this pa- oh wait, you can, oh, it's part of ag oh, it was part of a And I'm going to roll need on it. Right. The guy won, rolled a ninety four. I think so that was oh, pretty okay. good. Yes. Yeah. It's a good win. Good win. Good win. What about you? What have you been up to this week in the universe of Blizzard?
2: Um, I'm slowly getting back into it. Uh, my computer still hasn't been repaired yet. But it's, when
0: it is repaired, it will I will be better. You're It'll getting be better. Like a sweet, sweet upgrade. Yes,
2: about two generations up. Yeah, and stuff, and um, and of course it's gonna work out. Like my husband is, of course he's gonna get upgrade too. It just every time I need upgrade, he gets an upgrade too.
0: We talked about this. It
2: just it's a cycle, and it's like okay, if we're gonna if we're already gonna spend a certain amount, might as well spend like a little bit more and have us both upgrade instead of just one.
0: What it means is he's getting the upgrade, you're getting the hand me down, <laughs> which is two generation upgrade for you.
2: Exactly. Which is exactly what
0: we talked exactly. about a couple of weeks ago. And so. you're like, no, no, this is just for me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know how cannon face works. Uh-huh. <laughs> <And what laughs> well, is- he
2: did ask me. He's like, do you want this thing or, or- <laughs> do you want to do it? So you both upgrade. I'm like, all right, it's uh, fine. So here's what's
0: going to happen. What's I'm, gonna I'm happen? just going to say this. I apologize if I offend you. I apologize up front. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: So he's going to troubleshoot it this way. Uh huh. I think it might be the video card. And so he's going to order himself this sweet video <laughs> card, right? And he's going to take his video card and put it in your computer and go, yeah, that wasn't it. It must be <laughs> the RAM. He's going to order himself some ballistic RAM for his computer, uh-huh. and take his RAM, and put it uh-huh. in your computer and be like, yeah, that wasn't it either. <laughs> Must be the – You need a solid state drive. Right, right. You, you, you know, we did have this
2: conversation about a solid state drive. <laughs> See,
0: I'm telling you, man, I, I know how he works because it is, it is, it's brilliant, is what it is. It is, it's it pure is. brilliant because you're just going to be sitting there like, Well, thank you, honey, for working so hard and diligent <laughs> to, to troubleshoot this issue. You're putting so much time and effort into it. Th- I love you so much. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, sweet rig <laughs> and then you go what do you say at the end hey i got a really nice upgrade now here's what's gonna happen okay okay i'm gonna just say this right now all right when this is all said and done you will have his computer
2: yeah which <laughs> which i'm fine with i mean like i got to play with it um one night he went out with his friends and so i'm like all right I'm send his computer. that was a nice experience Everything ran out smoothly. He's got this like ergonomic mouse. He's got the dual monitors. I'm like, I get used to this. You know?
0: Yeah, you'll end up with his computer. Yeah. Maybe not the dual monitors. Yeah. Probably everything else. Yet.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like the times I've sat down there to use his computer, yeah. That's that's a nice setup. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I had a good time. Actually, um, I actually was leveling with uh, some people from the meetup group. Some IRL friends, so that's pretty sweet. I got my warlock malaria up to, uh, I think she's eighty six, almost eighty seven now.
0: Sweetness.
2: Yeah, I really need to get her to ninety so I can figure out if I want to make her my main for the next expansion. Because I don't know if you noticed this, but tend to change mains every time an expansion goes out. Yeah.
0: No. You know it's going to be. I'm saying it now. Rogues going to get love next.
2: Well, I don't know. I I don't really feel the melee. I've just decided my thing in a while is the range GPS. Now my no my nomark freckle face original character, I will I will always love her. But she's gonna D- be less it.
0: Whitney Houston. Go. What Whitney Houston no, I will always no. do. It. No, go, go.
2: You do not want me doing impromptu singing, <laughs> Trust me. I need to do some warm ups, I can get some water. Otherwise it's gonna be kind of a uh painful in here. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. You
0: don't know want the neighbors complaining? Mm, no. All right.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although she will be a little less useful to me in Wad because I've been uh, keeping her around for a nostalgic reason because of all the stuff she has. And a lot of the stuff she has is going to be account-wide. Right. You know, so now I've got to pick between... Um, I do have a 90 mage. And I'll have a 90 warlock here pretty soon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Michael Vita Alliance. It seems like all my friends except for you are playing Alliance. That's yeah, do count though. You count.
0: It'll bring a fantastic dynamic to our show.
2: Yeah, we'll <laughs> be able to raid together.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I'll still
2: get my hunter up to a to a hundred.
0: So, did we raid together this expansion?
2: Uh, a few times. We did flex. Yeah. We did alfar. Yeah. We did world bosses.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, we were never on the same raid team. So there you go. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's it's getting close. It is. is. It? Okay. Yeah, the expansion.
0: Oh, that yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, getting. That is. That's yeah. getting
2: close, and I don't know. Should I try to? Is there time to get a green fire before and then? Oh,
0: yeah, super is time. There? Yeah, is it easy? Super easy. No, it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Does it
2: require a lot of gear or just a lot of no, skill?
0: It requires decent gear, and you really know, you need to know all the warlock abilities.
2: Okay. All of them.
0: Alls of them.
2: Oh. Interesting. Very. Well, we'll see. All right. So it's it was brief, but I at least had one like solid four hour chunk that I was able to sit down and just level. Um and I haven't done that in a while, so that felt really good.
0: Yeah, sometimes it does feel good. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Just to sit down and watch the Yeah. Level ding. Ding is good. Yeah. Is, I have my yeah.
2: PJs and my gelato and
0: Really? Yeah. PJs yeah. and gelato? What? Alright
2: is that weird
0: no 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 it's fine it's cool it's all good but we do um have some some business to attend to business yeah yep. uh we are up to how much is in the
2: eight dollars
0: eight dollars uh-huh. so we're about to we're about to be double digits here yeah um you said you only had four hours so <laughs> uh okay freck did you uh, do anything
2: I did. I ran Kara twice, and once was with a lucky charm.
0: Whoa, that's something I had to consider. That's good. I like yeah. this. Okay. Okay, I had to consider that. What's up? Uh, and no drop. Oh well, then it wasn't very useful. wasn't very lucky, was it? Uh,
2: we'll see. Okay, yeah. we may use it next time. Yeah. Right. So, what about you?
0: Uh, nothing. I nothing. ran it, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Right. <laughs> so, yes. uh, yes. I yeah, I got in there. I ran it, and nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing. I only ran on one tune though. So, eh, eh, sometimes it happens.
2: All right, ten dollars in the kitty. Then, Woohoo,
0: double digits. Schoolcraft: What we can teach and learn from WoW.
2: With the World of Warcraft being a ten-year-old game. We often find professionals who have established themselves in the workforce who have been playing WoW for those same 10 years. It's not unusual for managers, department heads, or even CEOs to also be avid WoW players. It should come to no surprise that World of Warcraft is actually being taught in schools from elementary to college. Here is just a glimpse of things you can learn in WoW.
0: So on the basic level, kind of like almost what you would consider elementary level... Listening, right out of the gate when you start a character, you get a history of that character. Yeah. Their their race, their people, what role that they play in this whole big world.
2: And of course, reading skills.
0: Oh, you mean like quests and yeah. stuff and text that I don't read? <laughs> Trying to say I should go back to elementary school, Frank? Uh,
2: yeah, that's you what might I'm saying. Have to. You know? No,
0: but you you're absolutely right. You have to be able to read that and understand what you're reading right. to complete that quest.
2: Right, because sometimes you'll, you pick up something and you go to the area that's marked on the map and you're like, I'm killing these guys. Why is anything happening? And you have to you know, click on the corpse and do something to it. You would have known that if you read the quest text. Right. Right.
0: Or re- you know, read it a little closer as opposed to saying, okay, I need to kill five guys. Okay, I killed those five guys. Nothing happened. And you can go back and read the next sentence yeah. and it says, and desecrate their bodies. And then you got to figure out what desecrate means. So <laughs> a lot of that kind of stuff. Memorization, where stuff is. I mean, you go get something from a quest giver, you go complete that quest, even if it's like, you know, picking five glow worms or something. You got to remember where to go to back. Right, right. I mean, I know there are arrows and stuff on, on the map, but that's yeah. also some some thinking skills that are involved there. But you got to remember where that guy was.
2: Yeah, since I play both Alliance and Horde regularly now, I have to remember when I go to the shrine, I want to go to the portals. You know, Alliance side you go to go the left hand side for the portals, and Horde side you go to go the right hand side. Yes. And the shrine looks exactly the same, but everything's flipped, and I got to remember which direction is which depending on what faction I'm in.
0: But I kind of alluded to it before. But map reading skills, very important. Yes. You, you can't just rely on, on your navigation system to tell you to turn left and right. Sometimes you're going to have to read a map to figure something out. And so WoW has maps. You can figure it out in WoW by reading a map. And that's a great skill to learn.
2: Another basic thing is reward systems. If you do an action for a person, they give you something for it. Is it worth your time to do that action? You have to make that decision.
0: Turn cloth in for rep.
2: Ooh. <laughs> is it worth it? That's been a while. <laughs> it was worth it to me. Now I'm kinda mad.
0: You turn all that cloth in or Turn all
2: that cloth in. Look, back in the day <laughs> to get the ambassador title, that was some serious oh, cloth. That's true, that is That was a yeah. lot of cloth. Stacks and stacks and stacks of cloth. And now you just put on a tabard.
0: Yeah. 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 Well kids also learn about cause and effect too. Oh. and there's several layers of it. There's there's like watching the your your eye your your mouse pointer when it goes around the screen and it changes from like the hand to a gear or a question mark or something. So you know, okay, this is going to do something different. If I click on this, something's going to happen. If someone could cast a spell. Okay, they, like a warlock summoning portal is a perfect example. You know, I've just cast a summoning portal. I need other people to click on it to cause me to be able to summon this person. True. You've all clicked on it. We've cooperated. This person is now here, cause and effect. So they kind of learn that basic skill set.
2: You learn how to function in a basic group, how to get together with four strangers, and accomplish a goal.
0: Yeah, that goal could be simple as questing together to to kill the mobs faster or get the loot faster, whatever you're doing. But you learn how to work together, like you said, with complete strangers. You start to learn some basic math. Like you loot a boss or loot a mob, and there's an item. Well, is that item an upgrade for you? Is that better than what you have? Are the stats on it, are the numbers bigger than what you have? You know, at a lower level, you know that that's <laughs> important. You because know, you want to get the best gear possible as quick as possible. So, is this better gear for you? That's some basic math we can learn.
2: You learn to make good choices when you create a character. You learn to think ahead and take into consideration things like racial's. Things like different class and race combinations that may or may not be possible. And also perhaps even looking ahead and filling a role with your friends in your guilds that are looking for a particular role to be filled.
0: Yeah, and something's very simple is what faction you choose at the very onset. Like if all your friends are playing Alliance and you just said, well, I'm going to go roll Horde. Well, you're soon going to be re-rolling Alliance to play with uh-huh. all your buddies. So there's a lot of forethought that goes into like you said. What about computer skills? When you get WoW, you have to install WoW. Yes. You know, you might have some parental help, you know, setting up your account. But once you have that program installed, you may want to install some add-ons.
2: Which means you have to learn how to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can get Curse, and Curse kind of helps you out with that, but you may not have Curse. You may have to manually install those add-ons.
2: Right, and even once you get it installed, now you have to learn different interface, different slash commands, because add-ons are their own little programs that are designed by somebody who's doing something that you're not used to. So to figure out how do I get this add-on to do what it advertises to do.
0: Right. Not all of them work straight out of the box without any kind of configuration.
2: No, they don't.
0: Another thing you would learn on the basic level is research. And I'm talking like if you get stuck on a quest, you go back and reread, Maybe go on the wow head and figure out what's going on, what you're overlooking, maybe in the wrong spot, whatever it is. So it teaches kids to research at the basic level.
2: And you also learn the basics of economics. You earn money and you make choices on what to spend it on.
0: Yeah, you got that five gold. Are you going (laughs) to buy the the tunic from the vendor? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's better than what you have on? Yeah. Or wait for your drop. Absolutely. And so we've covered some basic stuff, and we know there's other stuff, but this is like some basics. And then you might graduate. You know, you graduate from elementary school and you go to middle school, your intermediate level stuff. So now you're going to deal with like, you know, multiple choices. What is the best approach? To your you planning are there some group quests that you might be able to do is your particular order like if you're gonna go grab five quests together and go do those in a certain order you know around a path like around an area you go clockwise counterclockwise what are you going to do to make the most out of your time
2: and you learn some more advanced interpersonal skills making friendships making contacts that can provide you with trades on a regular basis Making friends who maybe have the same goal as you to get the same dungeons or achievements done that you can group up with. That's a good point.
0: I like that. You might by now have uh, done a secondary profession. And so now you are looking at recipes and gathering recipes and getting materials to then make whatever you're going to make to sell in the auction house or use for your own character.
2: Right, and a lot of those recipes, one of the ingredients is something that requires its own ingredients to make, so now you have to figure out how to make that, or do you...
0: Or do you talk to your friends you made, right? Yeah. who might have someone who has that profession. You might be able to get the living steel or whatever it is off of somebody right. else, so there's, there's something else to look into.
2: And then there's time management, of course, making sure that you are still getting everything done in your IRL that you need to get done and spending all the time that you need to with your loved ones while still playing the game.
0: And your character might take a little bit more of a development aspect here. And you might start to develop a little bit of a backstory for your character. It's always interesting to me the, when I'm creating characters, I don't initially start off with any kind of story on them. But then later on, I kind of go, hey, this guy's got a little bit of a story. And then so their, their character kind of develops as as the character matures, so to speak, as I play them. So you tend to develop that character a little bit.
2: And you learn the details of your class and your skills, all the different things that you can bring to a group setting that other people may not be able to. And you learn what your role is because while tanks are important, healers are important, Not everyone can be a tank or a healer.
0: Everybody needs a DPS. That's true. So when you learn that about yourself... You also learn more about group dynamics and what everybody needs to bring themselves to have a successful group. Whereas before, if you were kind of running around questing, it was just like, you know, get anybody to go with you. You can get by with that. When you go to a dungeon, you kind of need to have a tank, a healer, some DPS, some range, some melee. You start to build your group and understand how group dynamics work.
2: And you learn some intermediate math. You start to figure out the statistics of your gear. You want to get that hit cap, but not over the hit cap. You want to make sure that you're maximizing your different stats as much as possible.
0: Math becomes important at this point in time in the intermediate area. And then when you look at your computer, you may decide you need to do some tweaks. You know, maybe reinstall a driver, different video resolution. Right, right. You know, maybe different sound card, maybe use some headphones instead of speakers. Figure out how vent works or whatever audio program it is. So you start doing adjustments and tweaks to your system.
2: And intermediate research is maybe dungeon guides, spreadsheets even. Hey, now. (laughs) YouTube videos, forum threads. Now you're kind of gathering your information from as many resources as possible and to get deeper into economics specifically the opportunity cost of things and the value of time and chance now i don't know how many times we've had this argument with people in wow why they think a mage shouldn't charge for a teleport or a portal someone they don't know or why they shouldn't tip
0: because there's no reagent
2: right there's no cost but the thing is, there is an opportunity cost there. If you are playing a mage, you are not playing a hunter.
0: Words of wisdom, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what you're paying for is that person's time because they have something that only mages have.
0: Right, you're paying, right. For, you're paying for the convenience.
2: Right, for the convenience.
0: And so that is a lesson in, in economy right there. Right. Always roll a mage.
2: That, and you learn how the rarity of items can drastically affect their market price. If something has a very slim chance to drop, that makes its value very, very high. So you start to get into things like time, you know, how long would it take you to run something if you were trying to get that item yourself, and that affects how much you're willing to pay for it.
0: Sure. Likewise, with a class, I mean, maybe you're a rogue and you're a lockpick. Right. You know, and... How valuable is that for someone to open up a lockbox that you got? Right. No reagent there either that I'm aware of. So, yeah, there's so many things like that that you just learn. And it is a fantastic lesson, like you said, in economics like that. So graduating from middle school, we head on to our high school areas, maybe our advanced classes. And we start looking at group strategies on a larger level, on a rating level.
2: There's a lot of stuff going on in a boss fight.
0: Well, even before the boss fight, though, you got to make sure you, your team is ready. Right. Or is everybody buffed? Right. Do we have the right mixture? Do we have enough DPS? Do we have enough healers? Are we going to one-tank it? Are we going to two-tank it? If, if we're going to one-tank or two-tank or three-tank, whatever it is, what strategy are we going to use? Because like you said, there's a lot going on in a boss fight. And if all those things aren't just perfect... Then you're going to have a harder time actually downing that boss. And you know, taking it back even another step, planning the raid, getting enough people to actually show up. Right. You know, having somebody on standby just in case.
2: The right balance of classes.
0: It's Yeah. That's something yeah. I, I don't do and I'm glad I don't do. I don't want to do because, right. I, you know, that's just too much for me. But yeah. there are people who are good at that and enjoy that and more power to them.
2: And then leadership skills. You know, I think people who run a large active rating team or guild should put that on their resume.
0: Absolutely. 100% agreed.
2: Because you have performance expectations of people on your team and you have to deal with people if they're not meeting those. What do you do? How do you encourage them to step it up? You know, at one point do you, quote, punish them as then you know, kind of push them off to the side? How do you deal with loot distribution? Who deserves the pieces that drops? And, of course, there's mediating conflict. If two of your guildmates get in a fight, if you don't stop it or mediate it, they're going to split the guild in half, making everybody choose a side.
0: Right, it's just going to escalate out of
2: control. Right, right.
0: You know, Freck, right along those same lines is managing a guild bank. Some guilds have people, that's all they do. Really? Their job is to manage the bank oh. because you have to figure out who gets permission to what tabs what's their maximum withdrawals per day or whatever right. it is what is their maximum repair costs there's all this stuff that needs to be figured out and managed. and all the
2: different tabs have a minimum or yeah, a maximum
0: right so th- you know this is peer management this is this is resource management at a you know a colossal level at least a guild level
2: and then in real life there's personal finances because now you got to think about how much WoW is costing you on a long-term basis. You know, a lot of times you look at your budget not just for the month, but for the year. And, you know, because there's expenses to playing WoW that you're not going to incur every month. But on a yearly basis, you'll see them like computer upgrades, like expansions, uh, different mounts or pets that you might want to buy from the store when they come out.
0: Virtual BlizzCon tickets <laughs> on sale now. Yes. <laughs> I might have bought that when I first saw <laughs> it. Getting you said it, pads, mounts. Yep. Transmog hats. No, no one bought those. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the idea of transmog stuff in this store. That's another story though. I just think why just a hat? Just... don't get me started on that. I'm sorry. Okay.
0: Uh internet connections. People don't think about that. True. You know, they're networking equipment at home. People don't think about right. that. Right. And you then
2: yeah, you are you gonna upgrade to like the lightning version of whatever internet provider you have. Sure. Yeah, because like you don't want any lag.
0: No, and no. that's that's the thing. People will upgrade their computers to the highest, you know, the best computers they can get, and then they totally neglect their networking equipment, and they're they're, they're bottlenecking themselves. Uh-huh. So there's that whole other fact. You know, you gotta go get your networking equipment. Do you have the the fastest, at least the most best connection you can get for the money? You know, so you have to budget all that. It's, it is very important to do all, all that. At the same time, you need to be aware of the amount of time you are actually spending in the World of Warcraft universe. You know, you have a job at this point in time, or close to one anyhow. Uh, Your career in school, you know, are you still maintaining your grade point average? Are you still doing well at work, whatever the case might be? you, You need to manage that. Just like anything else, you don't want World of Warcraft to take over your life.
2: Not even that, and you have to you have to really examine how much of your life it is taking away versus how much it's giving back to you. Um, you know, I feel we have made enough friends IRL that it's very worth it. I think we're gaining a lot from playing this game. But there might be times when you look at it that you're putting in, you know, so many hours a week rating, and what you're getting a lot of negativity maybe from your guild and you try to and you have to look at where your energy is being spent in your life mm-hmm. and is it actually benefiting you or is it harming you?
0: And I'll tell you now, go ahead and throw out the excuse at least I'm home. You know, people use that to justify wow a lot. Well, at mm-hmm. least I'm home at night.
2: Well, yeah.
0: But you're not present. True. You're there physically, but you're, you're not
2: tasked out in the street. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: but you're there physically, but that's it, because your attention is somewhere else. So it doesn't even really count. I use that excuse. I know it doesn't work. I, that was yeah. my first justification of, of World War. Well, at least I'm home every night.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, are you?
2: Yeah. So. So deep.
0: What about the social interactions you have with your character? And I'm talking more than just T-Mog here. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking more than just, you know, any kind of role playing you might be doing with a character. There are people who get involved with their characters on the moral level. We talked about one guy, no combat, remember? Right. Stay completely out of any kind of combat until, was it 85 you got to or 90, whatever it was. I think it was 85 at the time. Yeah, at the
2: time.
0: So how, how involved are you with your character? Will your character do certain things and not do certain things? You know, I, Root doesn't pet battle because there's crying in pet battle and my warlock doesn't cry. So
2: or you could just not lose.
0: Yeah, but think didn't happen. <laughs> I tried pet battling on fruit. Fruit loses all the time. Therefore, fruit cries all the time. Yeah. And it's fun for him to cry. He's an emotional guy. Right. So you do develop over time this, this deep, deep, deep connection with your characters. Well, some do. You may not, but some do.
2: And this mostly pertains to raiding and things like that, but critical thinking and problem-solving are a big part of it.
0: As a warlock, I have my demonic gateways, and that's not just useful for me. For example, in Siege of Orgamar with Nurushin, who's the boss right before the Shah of Pride, I believe he is, right. he has this beam that he shoots out of, of insta-death that kind of goes around either clockwise or counterclockwise around the raid. Well, if you set up your demonic gateway to to be on one side and then on the other side of them, then you can actually sit there and do as much DPS as you want until that beam is almost on top of you and then just take the demonic gateway to the other side and continue doing your DPS. So there's that. I'm thinking ahead. It's critical thinking skills. I'm thinking ahead. Do I have the, red pe- the right pet out for this particular fight? Well, you as a hunter have that. Do you have a pet that, that, that does reses.
2: Right. I do you have a pet that does reses. I have a pet that does the bloodlust. And then I have pets that have spell haste, all different kinds of things.
0: Right. So you need to think ahead as a hunter to see what's going to benefit the group the best.
2: Right. And specifically, see the thing is you and I don't really do this as much. Well, really not at all. Because me and I go into a raid fight, the strategy is already set up. We can go and we can read a guide about... The optimal way to do it but how was that optimal way established blizzard didn't come out with a strategy guide that was players who went in there trial and error like hey we see this boss no one's been here before let's just run in oh we all died why did we all die
0: then they they figure they it figured out, it out right.
2: through repetition and like you said problem solving and the critical thinking, trying out different things and be like, okay, if we get this mix of people when we do this at the exact same time as this, then we won't die.
0: Right. Now, one of the most important lessons to learn on that, though, is that that strategy that first come out mm-hmm. may not work for your group. That's true. And that is not the only strategy that is you know going to work for those bosses.
2: That is true, but there are certain moves For example, if the boss um, turns a certain way, you better run the opposite side of the room. Right, absolutely. Those type of things are going to be universal. And somebody had to go and figure that out before it became a widely known thing that you were supposed to know.
0: Right, but the critical thinking level is when the boss, you know, if you have to get the boss to do X. Right. The group that was in the video might have done ABC to do that. Your group might do DEF to get that same result. As long as that result is is gotten, then you're good. So you may look at this video and go, Oh, okay, so they had uh they had two tanks and then they had uh, a ranged DPS. So we need two tanks and a range DPS. Well you may not have that markup. Okay, um well what if we did this and we use these two DPS and one tank, but we did this and then the boss does the same thing. That's the critical thinking level that is required. Make it work for your group.
2: Now you can take the math to an advanced level with theory crafting because there are so many statistics. I and mean, you do have your basics like intellect, and then you have things that add on top of it like speed, you know, or haste, and then hit. and you kind of have to factor in, well, if I get a little bit more speed, how much does that equate to damage? You know, and a lot of people don't take the math to that level, but there are people who do and they enjoy that and they want to calculate things. They want to know exactly how all the different statistics work together and what is the optimum piece of gear that covers all these statistics.
0: Yeah, see, I'm the guy that when they ask me about my stats, I just go, what as Mr. Robot said. Didn't right. You know, <laughs> and, and and literally that's it. And you'll have people go, okay, it's a good start. Right. Good start? (laughs) What do you mean a good start? And then they come up with like all this intricate math stuff. And you're like, where'd you come up with that? And to them, they're like, well, it's right here. Right. On my spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, that is, it's incredible. It really is to me incredible the amount of math of those, in that level of min-maxing and the theory crafting and what ifs and all those that they put into it is it's just, it's, just, it's higher it's higher math than I do, so and we talked about your machine, keep your machine updated and everything else, your computers. But now you can start looking at am I gonna get a better video card? With more right. video RAM right. on it? Am I gonna get faster reading RAM? Am I gonna get it like, you know, is Canon Face gonna order an SSD? <laughs> you know? Are you going to build out that quote unquote gaming rig? Are you gonna go from a computer? to a gaming computer, and how much money is involved in that, and is there a a return on that investment, a return on that money you're spending, are you going to get the most out of it, am I going to upgrade my off-the-shelf home networking equipment to enterprise-level equipment so that I get better throughput, you know, what are all these steps I'm going to take to really maximize my potential gaming experience.
2: Your research on the advanced level, you're going to take it up a notch. You kind of mentioned YouTube videos and things like that, but there is just a wealth of information if you really want to dig deep to find out all the different strategies possible for raid fights. You know, research drop chances, every different gear.
0: Where stuff drops from? Right. Who drops it? What the chance of that drop is? Should you be running this one time, five times? Yeah, the, the probability of, of, of stuff happening, how long it's going to take you to get your legendary based on the current specs that you have and the amount of valor you can get. There's a ton of research that people do into this. There are rating teams that require it, by the way, for you to go out and do all this research on your own. So that when you get to the fight, you're not asking questions. You're part of a logical and meaningful conversation that moves everything forward. And everybody's on the same page. It's not like you get to the fight and you kind of go, all right, uh, y'all, just tell me what to do. No, at this point in time, you should be agreeing with us on what strategy we're going to be using tonight and understand all the different options that we have. So there's a huge time commitment in that level of research because it is getting in there and understanding what's going on, where you're going, and and not just on rating either. It could be a particular piece you want for T-MUG. I mean, you you might need to go like, well, I was running Molten Core over and over for, for that staff because I wanted that staff. Now, that's not a huge deal, but it did require me to take the time and effort to go to Molten Core to run that. So there's
2: that. Now, the fact that you can get into some advanced economics is probably pretty obvious if you've ever listened to Root's Auction House Tips. Because you do some crazy things with your ore market and your other stuff that you're flipping on the auction house, right?
0: Yeah. You know, I don't know if I'd call it crazy, but, but risky. So right. There's, there's a lot of risk right. associated with some of the things that I do. Some of them are sure. Uh, you know, you look at the market what it's doing and you play the futures. And, you know, you know, you can tell when the market's going to ebb and flow. And so when, it, when you know when it's down and when it's low, you know that's the time to buy. You know when it bumps up and goes high, that's the time to sell. So there's, there is the basics. There's always going to be basics: buy low, sell high aspect of the of the auction house. But then the larger scope of things is how things play out in the actual expansion, how things are rare, where where items drop. There's there is a lot to do that. And, you know, and using the different tools that you have, it can be very very, uh, daunting. you know, it is a game in in and of itself. But it's a fun
2: game. Absolutely. Now, there are actually already several education facilities from grade school to higher learning and even some thesis papers on what we can all learn from an MMO such as World of Warcraft. The next time you're in game, pay attention to the real-life skill set you're using. You might be pleasantly surprised.
1: This is Lita from Behind the Avatar and you are listening to HearthCast.
2: If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A-game. You better be ready. You'd better
0: listen to the insights of Demonic Rick.
2: Joining us with his take on the whole Schoolcraft topic is our dear friend from the Great White North, the warlock with the coldest hands, Demonic Rick. Rick, how are ya?
1: Good morning, class. Now, welcome to Schoolcraft. My name is Substitute Mr. Demonic Rick. Now say it after me, class.
2: Substitute Demonic Rick.
0: You didn't say Mr. Mr. She didn't say (laughs) Mr.
1: Minus 50 DKP. (laughs) Schoolcraft. Um, This is actually something that's been used in several classrooms nowadays. Um, And it's kind of taken from not just World of Warcraft, but general, I guess, nerd culture, let's say. Um, the teacher breaks the class into two teams. So let's say Freckleface is the side of the hunter and Root is the side of the warlock. Yeah. And so you guys have to entertain me at the start of the class. Go. This sounds like hard. we should be like throwing down
0: Hearthstone quotes. Entertain you? Should no, I don't, just- don't, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs>
2: How'd you know I was going to do?
0: I just just don't.
2: <laughs>
0: what's
1: a warlock like saying in Hearthstone?
2: Your soul shall be mine. And what's a hunter say? Let the hunt begin.
1: There you go. That's what we should say. Freckle face, you get 50 experience points. Thank you. And that's how that gets done. So sometimes the, the teacher at the class um, gets, gets one team to uh, do something at the start of the class that might be fun, like a fun activity, uh, like... Somebody has to sing or is in that group or or the group has to sing a song or he'll have a problem at the front of the class and they have to solve it uh, using their own classes sort of strategic abilities or it could just be a math problem. The first person to get it done from that team uh, gets experience points for that team. It kind of shows like or tries to get the team to to do more teamwork activities and when they are given these experience points, um, they're given benefits as they level up, perks. Uh, so first levels could be minor things, like you get to eat food in class, or you can um, go on more than one bathroom break, or you can be late for class as as you get leveled up a little bit more, and uh, to where, like, when you're max level, you can bring a cheat sheet to the classroom. So it shows more teamwork and you get more activities um, further along in the class.
0: It kind of reminds me when I was taking high school Spanish and we got puntos, yeah. we got points mm-hmm. and you could actually use your points. Like if, uh, if you got like messed up on a, on a quiz or something, you use your points to bump your grade up. Yeah. But the problem was when I was in high school, I already spoke fluent Spanish and they mm-hmm. ha- and they made me go sit in a class that was well below me because that was my grade level. So I had more yeah. puntos than I knew what to do with. I didn't have to take tests. I'm like, I'm like how many puntos I got? They go, oh, you got, you got fifty. All right,
2: <laughs> just didn't bother.
0: I didn't bother. <laughs> I put my name on this one there. That's an A. Just use my puntos. Just, <laughs> yeah, I like to cash those in. Yes, all of them. <laughs> but this is interesting to me that that there's an achievement system and an rewar- a reward system being used in schools like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's cool and, is, that, is that the you were saying that they have to use their classes' abilities only because certainly that you know, I can see like there's there's like a crazy math problem, right? And the hunters all get up there and they go, Yeah, misdirect and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and they misdirect
1: to, to to the warlock and the warlocks go, Soul Shatter, what
0: are you talking about? <laughs> well, and, there's
1: normally three teams that uh like the warriors, the uh priests and the or the healers and the uh, rogues or archers and so each team or or it could be the wizards so each team has like well there's a problem like someone's injured what would you do you know the the priest would would heal them uh the archer would look around to see if uh whoever did it is still around and and try and call the cops or the warriors would would pick them up and run to the 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 hospital you know like there's different strategic ways to approach any problem, and it's just like that in World of Warcraft. So. The Warlocks would look at them and laugh. <laughs> Maybe get a soul stone from them.
0: Oh, there you go. That's true. Yeah, you'd soul stone them. There you go. Yeah. Get back up. Quit, quit tanking yeah. the floor. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, there's actually a few websites where teachers are able to to look into this more and get um, resource materials for their own classrooms.
0: I wonder if there's something where people could actually write quests for their classrooms. That'd be fun.
1: I, I believe that's also in the in the resource manual of of Classcraft. Would that be so. called
0: the Dungeon Journal?
1: <laughs> well, the teacher is actually called the um, Dungeon Master, I believe. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> when Classcraft is happening, so.
0: That is very interesting. I, I like that. You know, and, and, and in my research on this, I'm finding out there's a lot of people doing these uh, rewards. systems, not just schools either. A lot of businesses are also doing the same very things. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you look at it, they've been doing it for like forever. The boys and the pats on the back. Positive yeah. reinforcement. It's yeah. always the best way to change yeah. behavior.
1: It's just now they're
0: kind of, you know, it, it's, it's, this, it's a sign of the times that it's changing with what we do as a society.
1: Especially when it's getting used in, in public school systems now with young children too. So and as well as works, like corporate corporations and stuff like that too. Mess
0: up, you gotta go to corpse run. What? <laughs> <laughs> what kinda job would that be? <laughs> uh it would be the coroner's office. <laughs> That's what that would be.
2: Uh
1: oh my well <laughs> fair enough fair enough thank you
0: <laughs> except you wouldn't be messing up that's how you know you did a good job at the coroner's office you True. get more, more court runs yeah uh rude <laughs> i I'm broke the like over here I just <laughs> broke dead guy has been long enough
1: for me to break I just broke tomorrow yeah he yeah, did <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah um I thought that was a really interesting way that that young children are actually getting introduced to that sort of culture as well. And yeah, it is all about positive reinforcement. Like when you're playing WoW, there isn't as much negative reinforcement like a death is considered negative reinforcement. But uh, whenever you gain a quest, you're gaining experience points. You never lose experience points, you always keep that. So. Yeah. some good insights.
2: Yeah. Have you been in a classroom where they do this?
1: Uh, no, because I'm in university. But uh, my uh, teacher for one of my um, psychology classes, he he brought up how like a bit about himself and he said, This is my World of Warcraft character and he had a screenshot of his character in Ironforge.
2: That's awesome. Then,
1: I know I searched him up on armory and it's nothing that impressive. And then... <laughs> did
2: you tell him that? You should have called him on that immediately. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, yeah, so you're, you're not even headcapped. <laughs> 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 professor, you're <a> noob. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, no, no, you, you don't do that. You go, look, <laughs> Professor, um, how about I just run you through some dungeons and uh, you just, you know, put letter
1: A's down for me <laughs> and we'll take care of this. It's just,
0: you know, you scratch well, my back, I'll scratch yours.
1: He was talking about how uh, he. Likes uh, getting emails from students and not so much uh, phone calls. Then I put up my hand and asked him, what about in-game mail? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And then he's like, well, the 10 years that I've been teaching and telling people that I play World of Warcraft, I've never had anybody ask me that question. And then the following day, another girl asked that question in a different classroom. so.
0: So my daughter is now in high school. Yeah. And I went with her to her freshman orientation. We leave her math teacher's class. And I look at my daughter and I go, she plays well. <laughs> I was like, when you get in class, next time you get a chance, after class, not during class, just ask her what, what class she plays. I'm guessing Druid. 100% baby. I was just, I was right on really? target. Yeah. druid, the Druid. Druid. And wow, she plays well and impressive. has a Druid. Yeah,
1: she's a healer. <laughs> I knew <nude> it. <laughs> how, how, how were you able to figure that out? Uh,
0: she just had this – the way she carried herself in class. Um, I'm, I'm not – you know, it's very bizarre, but there's a stereotypical look that that I can Frec, – Freck and I have seen this. With, with our meetup group, you can tell the new person in the meetup group. Mm-hmm. It's that same thing. You look at a person and you go, yeah, they play well. Man <laughs> – The healer part—that's that's that's me being shogunistic. (laughs) Sorry, there's no way to sugarcoat that. Every every, woman is a healer, (laughs) (laughs) and I just looked at her. You know, there's a little bit. uh, Yeah, she she just—you just—you know—just the way she carried herself, the way she talked. Um, The big part about why I said she's a math teacher, but she she uh, admitted not liking algebra and and not liking math until she figured math out. Okay, so that means okay. she's not going to be someone who's going to do extra math to try to figure out, like, hit caps and everything else. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, healer. Right. You know? So I was right on. Interesting. Yeah. But I am going to suggest, I'm going to take the, some of what Rick was saying and bring it back into her classroom. So, to, you know, see if she can oh, get some, interesting. some wow achievements going on yeah. in the classroom.
1: Yeah. So. I, I think it would probably, like, she would enjoy the class a lot more, like, teaching it. And the students will always enjoy it a lot oh, more because sure. they're getting benefits from, from these fun activities that the teacher does at the very start. It's only five minutes of, of every class, and that lasts the whole class, the positive energy. So. Sure, absolutely. Well,
2: everything is more fun and you make a game out of it. Isn't that what Mary Poppins said?
0: Edutainment. Oh. Yeah, it's like an yeah. education and entertainment, entertainment. combined. Yeah. yeah,
2: See?
0: That's what it's all about these days. I mean, if, you don't, if you're having fun, you, don't, you forget you're learning. You know, time flies, you're having fun, and all that stuff, so that's good.
1: Exactly. You You don't want to be the professor that everyone dreads to go to your class. Right. Right. You got to be the cool teacher.
0: Hey, kids, today we're going to talk about WoW and dissect uh, uh, frog.
2: Ew.
0: Murloc, okay. What Mur- if we call yeah. a okay. I
2: dissect a like the murloc. There you go. <laughs>
0: so you want to set the frog, but I call it a murloc, you're good to go. <laughs> Well, Rick, as usual, thanks so much for your insights. Tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and what you're up to with your comedy sketches.
1: Well, classmates, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rick, and I haven't really been up to much now that uh, Schoolcraft is back in session. So,
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, they can still find you up in, uh, in the Canada
1: area there, right? The Canada, yeah. <laughs> the Canada. Everybody knows you in the Canada Everyone, go to Quebec, they're like, uh, Rashad? Yes, I know Rashad. We're well, Demonic Richard we thank you for coming on the podcast. Au revoir. This week's add-on spotlight.
2: Have you ever been in a dungeon or a raid and someone pulled the boss and caused a wipe? Yes. Of course. We talked about this. I think it's been probably a couple months now. But I mentioned... I want an add-on that just says when somebody else on the tank pulls. Sure, I remember that. Yeah, there is one. Oh, great. It's called Who Pulled? Awesome. And it works right out of the box. There are some configurable options, but for the most, all you need to do is just install it and it will go off at the right time. Basically, you're in a dungeon and someone pulls it and your character like screams, like, this person pulled the boss. Next, Lots of exclamation points.
0: Question. Yes. My hand is up. Your mm-hmm. hand is up. Yeah, yes, question. Rude. Can't it ignore me? No. It oh can't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I foresee problems yes. with this add on. <laughs> it has gone off more times on me. Like my little <laughs> character, Malaria, is sitting out running, screaming, Malaria pulled the bus
0: <laughs> You're toddling on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now what if your pet pulls though? does it say your pet's name or you?
2: Um I think it will say this person's pet.
0: Oh, still you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, that's why I kind of introduced it as um, it might start more arguments. Yeah, I can see that. Because I'm sure there are situations when something is pulled, wiped, Well, whose fault is that, and everyone's arguing, and, you know, they might end that argument over who did it. But at the same time, when this went off, for me, in the most part, I was in a low-level dungeon, and when I pulled something, it didn't matter
0: you're right, right? Yeah,
2: right. so it was just kind of like calling undue <laughs> attention to it.
0: Well, could it also be something like where, let's say you're in there with a group and somebody uh-huh. does accidentally, like a mage for some reason hits a button and pulls the boss. Could they not just like, and you just go like, you know, Bob pulled the boss. Wouldn't that be like Bob going, you know, now his attention is diverted. He's right. mad at you for ratting him out. <laughs> and now the wipe would might have been contained. He's now yeah, busy <laughs> though, angrily typing at you. <laughs> why are you calling me on like that malaria <laughs> why, why don't you
2: do better gp
0: and now you know the boss is killing him and right. now he's dead now so
2: right
0: i could see that i could see that causing some issues
2: <laughs> might cause some issues yeah
0: have you done it on a like at level dungeon yet or just all this with malaria you
2: know i haven't it's all been with my warlock like i do want to test it out some more i do want to test it out in a raid finder or
0: um i'm scared don't yeah. don't, don't, don't you have to disable that in lfr but I want to test it. You already have people. To, LFR is like a cesspool of emotions. You know emotions. what? Right
2: now it's terrible. I won't lie. Because Blizzard did exactly what we told them not to do. Yes, we told them not we to told them We told them not did. to. We did. Do, we did. Wait, what
0: did we tell them not to do? We
2: told them not to boost to max level. Oh,
0: uh, People are true. boosting yeah. 90.
2: They should have been boosted 85 and had to get themselves from 85 to 90. Or 80. Now, 85 yeah. is the last expansion. Okay, then there you go. Yeah. yeah.
0: Top level last expansion. That's what we that's what said. That's we what we, said. we should be. That's yes, right.
2: And that way everyone's kind of going at their own pace, figuring out, and by the time they get up to 90, then they've learned their class some. Sure. You know.
0: What do they call them? Boostards, right? Boostards, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, now, <laughs> like, LFR is getting progressively easier on the... On the earlier wings and earlier raids, and all of a sudden it's just man. So apparently, yeah, I've talked to a few people who are trying to do LFR every week. You have to do it on Tuesday or it doesn't get done.
0: Right. Right. Yep. Absolutely.
2: And I never used to believe that because I don't like running stuff on Tuesday, like running on the weekends, like running on Saturday, Sunday.
0: Yeah, you and the rest of the boostards.
2: <laughs> the dirty casuals. The d-
0: dirty casuals. <laughs> How dare they pollute my LFR. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to do with that, too. you? <laughs> no, I don't. I was like, I was
2: talking about something and I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> no, but I, I am going to make it my goal to take this add-on into a bigger setting. Just for science. I just want to see. Okay. You know, see what issues science. it causes. Because there is a part of me that thinks like this add-on does more harm than good. Like there are a certain amount of times that you want to hoop hold. But I think like so many other add-ons that kind of tend to take the light in calling people out. There's a lot of them.
0: If you could silence it, right? And you Yeah, did, and I you,
2: believe you can. And
0: you have like a command like like slash /wp who pulled.
2: Yeah, it is wp. how about that? Yeah.
0: So and then it would it would show you right. the person who pulled the boss last that way if there's an issue, you could then say <laughs> and I would like go in there and I would edit the add-on and say like the add-on that I have downloaded called who pulled has identified T as the person Uh who (laughs) pulled the last boss, so that way you know any blame is completely (laughs) off of me. I just
2: want it to like not scream if I'm the one that does it. That's the only change I would make.
0: So I had a uh, an add on that I wrote. Okay, very small one, right? Uh It was an interrupt announcer, but regardless of who interrupted, it would say, you know, like let's say malaria interrupted the whatever
2: uh-huh.
0: and it would add on to that but in actuality taz gets credit from my a previous guild oh, mate. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> who we, we had an internal joke it was like a little interrupted and you know i based off another interrupter announcer but it was, it was fun to do
2: yeah and then you'd like use it and like i'd be with you like just you and i would go into like a pencil raid. <laughs> make no sense whatsoever yeah no. <laughs>
0: But it was what was awesome about that add-on is I didn't tell anybody about it, and we were in the middle of something, and, and somebody interrupted, and it announced it, and it, the, it, was, it had gone off a couple couple times at uh-huh. night, and finally somebody re- realized and read it, and I'm like, oh, look at that, that's funny, <laughs> and <then> it <laughs> caused a wipe, because <laughs> everybody that. started laughing about it and trying to read the combat <laughs> scroll text.
2: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, not good. Not
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> Time to change that. Yeah. So what is this called again? Who pulled? Who pulled? Available on Curse. Yes. So, all right. Well, you do your little science experiment. I will. Uh, I feel yeah. sorry for you now.
2: Mm.
0: Let me know how, how that goes. <laughs> I'm scared for you, Frank. We'll Frack.
2: see. I don't know. If anyone else wants to help me with my science research, just let me know.
0: Yeah, hit her up on the Twitters, at HearthCastFreck, and uh, you guys can exchange battle tags and uh, go run some LFRs together.
2: Scary times. Well, that about does it for school crafting in episode number 234. Come hang out with us at the Orlando WOW meetup group. Our next meetup is going to be Friday, September 12th at 6.30 p.m. at Firkin and Kegler's. We are also looking for our next contestant for HearthCast AOE. Anybody can play. We only need about 20 minutes of your time in the window between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Mondays. Remember, you don't have to be exactly right to win. And if you do win, we'll award you with a code for a free year of Curse Premium.
0: We want to give a special thank you to all of our friends and followers on Facebook and on uh, Twitter. Noticed a bunch of new likes this week. I'm sure that came from me being over on Behind the Avatar with Lita. That aired this week.
2: That's awesome.
0: That was a great experience.
2: She is so fun to talk to, isn't she?
0: She is. She really is. Uh, anybody in Australia is for me, but especially her. So <laughs> it was It was very cool. Very insightful. Uh, if you go listen to the latest episode she's got out right now, then you will hear me and some stories that I've never told before that date back to
2: 1985. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it goes way back. And as we close the show, we want to thank all of you for listening.
2: You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required.
0: A big thank you to our friends over to Open read for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root.
2: And Freckleface.
0: For HearthCast.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.